You're listening to the Good Girls Get Rich Podcast, episode 174. Welcome to the Good Girls Get Rich Podcast with your host, Karen Yankovich. This is where we embrace how good you are, girl. Stop being the best kept secret in town. Learn how to use simple LinkedIn and social media strategies and make the big bucks. Hello there. I'm your host, Karen Yankovich, and this is episode 174 of the Good Girls Get Rich podcast. And this podcast is brought to you by She's Linked Up, where we teach simple relationship and heart-based LinkedIn marketing to women that gets them on the phone consistently with people that can change their business, their lives, and their bank accounts forever. We create wealthy women of influence here in our She's Linked Up family. So if you've listened before, or if you love what you hear today, you know we love to hear from you. So please be sure to subscribe to this show wherever you're listening. If you're feeling it, leave us a review, leave us a rating. It helps me understand what episodes you're loving, and I can do more of that, right? I'd love for you to share this episode on social media. Use the hashtag GoodGirlsGetRich or tag me. I'm at Karen Yankovich. Tag Simone. We'll put all of her links in this show notes as well, because we will then share your post with our audiences, and then we all get more visibility that way, right? In the show notes, there's a link for SpeakPipe. You can leave us an audio message. You can leave us a review. You can tell us who you think we should have on the show. Maybe a topic you'd love for me to talk about on the show. I love getting your audio messages and I can reply back via audio. So just go to KarenYankovich.com slash 174 and you'll see the blog for this episode. You'll see the link for SpeakPipe and you'll see all the things that we're talking about on this show. I'm really excited about this show, and this is a little bit longer than usual, but there was just so much to cover because Simone Craig, who's our guest this week, and I, we, we, our, our lives and our businesses are intertwined in so many ways, and I really wanted you to, I really wanted you to get the best of all the different places in the little spider web that Simone and I have created in our lives and our businesses. So I hope you love her as much as I do. Check it out. Here's Simone. I am here today with Simone Craig, and Simone is a wealth expert on a mission to close the wealth gap one woman at a time. She's known as the angel CFO. Simone advises women business owners to make savvy and wise financial decisions for maximized business profitability, increased personal wealth, and joyful living. She's best skilled and gifted to help women business owners to feel confident and at ease with their business finances, to create miracles for their bottom line, and to partner with them to create generational wealth. She's the founder of Abundant School for for generational wealth, the first learning platform for women of its kind. What I love the most about Simone is that she's got the left brain stuff, right? She's got the Bachelor of Science degree in accounting. She's got 25 years in the financial industry, including big four companies, KPMG, as well as the private sector. But she's also got the right brain expertise. She's a law of attraction and manifestation expert. And combining those things together, I think, is what helps people like me create a thriving accounting what I love about all of this is that it helps people like me understand that there's energy around the money, but also she's not raking my bank account. She's giving me like bank account advice. And here's the deal. Simone is my CFO and is a student in my program. So you're going to get like all sides of this relationship here today, which is why I'm so excited to have Simone here. Simone, this is so fun. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Karen. I'm really excited to be here. Thanks for having me again. Yeah. So Simone was, we'll, we'll link to the episode Simone was in a few years ago. Yeah. Be interesting. I haven't listened to it in a while. Be interesting to see how, how the growth has been mm-hmm. right since that last episode. And here's the deal. So Simone and I have known each other for years, probably since like 2012, I think we met. Yeah. 2012. And, and 
you know, we've been like, and do you remember? I remember very specifically, like we just, I think you reached out to me or I reached out to you. I don't even remember saying yeah. like, how's everything going? And then we had lunch at the Montville Inn. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> and do. like, that was like the beginning of this next chapter, <laughs> yes. you know? Cause I was like, wait, yeah. what? I love that. That's a program. You're like, it is, that's a program. I'm like, you know, my brain never stops. Your brain never stops. And it just hasn't stopped since then. Yeah. So, and you know what, Simone, like, as I read your bio, I mean, I hope that everybody listening heard things like, you know, miracles for your bottom line, partnering with them to create generational wealth. Those are the kinds of things that we want, but we don't even know, or I will speak for myself. I don't even, I didn't even know like that was there for me. Right. Yes. So tell everybody a little bit about what brought you to this place here, and then we'll dive into some of the, some of the juicy stuff. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's definitely been a journey for sure. Um, I I started out with a very, very traditional accounting background, um, interestingly enough. And uh, I started working in a very kind of stuffy corporate environment, which was completely opposite of my personality and and what would, would make me happy. Um, but I did that and I, and I, um, I don't regret that time. I, I got some real solid um, accounting and, and financial analysis um, skills there, which I still take with me today, use today and, and helps my clients. So that's awesome. But I was working in a, a kind of a very stuffy financial corporate environment and I was miserable. And so I decided to try to figure out what do I want to do? What, you know, what, what really lights me up? What am I, what am I passionate about? Right. And, uh, and that took me on, that took me on quite a journey. Um, I ended up, it was maybe, maybe it was 2006, around 2006. I had just moved back from California. I decided that I was going to try out being, a um, a singer songwriter and an actress. So I did that for a few years out in California and that was cool. But I came back, uh, you know, totally broken, had to build my life back up. And I had a corporate, I went back to corporate and maybe about six months later, I had finally had enough. I was doing the work of like three people's jobs. And I said, you know what, if I'm going to work this hard, I might as well work, do this for myself. And that was it. I went and I started a bookkeeping business. And really from there, it's like I grew with my clients, right? So we got their books together, but then what they needed after that was really like some coaching, right? Some financial coaching. Now that my books are together, now what do I do? And I was like, well, I don't know. (laughs) I'm an accountant, so I know how to do that. I'm not sure what you do next. And so that took me on the journey to becoming a financial coach. And I was learning more about mindset and what actually will help people to move the needle when it comes to their finances and their business. Right. And then that took me on the next step. And then as my clients grew, it was like, Hmm, but what about taxes? How do, how do I make sure that I'm profitable? you right. Then that took me on the next step of learning about tax planning and how to be profitable. And so it's really I grew as a person and as a business owner, as I saw my clients growing. And then um, about five years ago, I uh, took to Periscope and I decided to just start talking about everything that I knew and that I had learned in the financial space, just in my own personal life and as a business owner. And then that's what really uh, sparked me to 
start really talking about what I knew and what I was passionate about, about abundance and mindset and how they play together. And then the next step was um, much more personally was um, about two years ago. uh, Yeah, I guess it's about two years ago now. My mom passed away and I had no idea the condition um, that my parents' finances were in. And I had, uh, and there were some things that I just, um, so to be very straightforward, right? One of the big things, one of the hugest vehicles you can use to build generational wealth, we can get to that, is um, life insurance, whole life insurance. And what I discovered was that, um, because I saw, you know, I saw my mom's finances, like she was paying for a life insurance policy, but we had no evidence of a life insurance policy. We didn't didn't see it, couldn't find it. And then come to find out that she was paying for my dad's life insurance policy. Now she had been sick for a year, right? She was still paying this insurance policy, but she wasn't paying for her. She was paying for my dad. And that's when I said, okay, I've had enough. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I never, I didn't, I never knew any of that. Yes. And, and that is what sparked me to say, really F this, like that was, there's, you can never tell me that a man would do that. There's no way in the world that that is a decision. You are so right. Never. You are so right. He might have been paying for his wife's policy, sure, but he definitely would have been paying for his own as well. Not, I'm going to pay for my wife, but not mine. Like, yeah. It's a total woman thing to do. Sorry if anyone's offended by that. Sorry, not sorry. But yeah. It, it's just, and I, I just said, there's the, the, you know, it just seems so wrong. Like you have this woman who's lived this incredible life, who's, who had given so much to so many people. Uh, and, and that she, she's gets sick, she is dying and then come to find out that this life insurance policy that she's paying for, wasn't even paying for her own. Wow. And so, and that's why I said, okay, well now I'm going to learn more about these generational wealth vehicles. I'm going to learn about the insurance. I'm going to, because I didn't, I didn't learn any of those things. Right. Right. And I'm going to make sure that, um, my life is set up in a way that supports my daughter when I'm not here anymore and supports her now while I am here. And then also really honors me and, and, uh, and where I'm taking care of myself while I'm here as well. And so, um, I'm just not willing to be the sacrificial lamb anymore. That is, has been the generational pattern for women in my family. Um, I said, it stops here with me. And as soon as I got clear on that, that is when uh, the the kind of the the heavens opened up, if you could say, I got a download and it became, it was communicated very clearly with with me that I am here to close the wealth gap for women. And ever since I got clear on that, that's when things started to fall in place. Things started to, to be, things started to flow to me with much more ease. You know, literally I can remember, I can remember the moment, um, when you, when you reached out to me and you were like, Simone, I want you to be my CFO. I remember that moment too. Yeah. I I will never forget it because literally I think really Karen, um, maybe a month before I had said, 
I'm going to close the wealth gap room and I'm going to start with offering CFO services. And then you, and you reached out. Well, and you know, so, so let's, so let me look at this. Let me take this from my point of view. So what yeah. I, what I was doing is I'm running this business yeah. and you know, listen, I'm an entrepreneur. Like yeah. anybody that tells you there's, there's no ladder to success as an entrepreneur. There may be a ladder to success in the corporate world, but it's a roller coaster when you're an entrepreneur, right? I'm having 50K months, 8K months, 2K months. Like I was like all over the place. And I was like, I don't know what to, like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do this. But most importantly, I wasn't confident to do the things I needed to be able to do. I am like, I have a crazy math head. Like I have a crazy math head. If we're all like you guys that are listening, if we're ever out to lunch and somebody says, what's the tip? If I throw a number out, just say yes, because I'm never wrong about that. I have a calculator in my head for stupid things. So I thought I should be doing this myself. Right. I thought, cause I'm good at math. I should do my, my own money, but it's so not true. I mean, come on. I was, a, I'm like, and, it, and this, like, I look back and I was, so I was, I'm, I'm, I, I am still a single mom. I was a single, my kids are grown now, but I was a single mom. I had four kids. I was the queen of creative financing. Somehow the roof stayed over their head and we always had food and everybody had what they needed. And then went to private high schools and all the millions of dollars worth of things that I had to do, but it was always in this chaos. And I just like, I just had to, and now like, there's no reason for chaos anymore, but that's all I knew, right? There was no reason for chaos anymore. So I just was looking at like my stuff and going, I, I don't want to do this anymore this way. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. So I called up and I'm like, what would it look like for you to just do this for me? You know? And here's the thing. And I knew in my heart of hearts that it was I needed a little bit of courage to make that call because I know I was going to be here. I am with this business with fluctuating income. And now I'm, I'm afraid to hire. I was at the time, like afraid to hire a VA, but now I'm going to hire a CFO. Right. But I was like, if I don't hire a CFO, I'm never going to be able to have the team that I need to have because I don't know how to, I don't, I don't have that skill. So I was just like, I'm just going to do it. And whatever it is, I'm going to say yes to, and I'll somehow the money will come, you know, somehow I'll find the money. So I was, but here's what I knew then. And it has proven to be true. I knew that if somebody else was managing this for me, it would pay for itself. It's just that I had to have the courage to get from here to there right? To say yes to that because, and it has absolutely proven to be true, right? Mm -hmm. So as an entrepreneur and my business was growing, and by the way, within the first six months, we doubled our revenues, right? I mean, in six months, because it freed me (laughs) to do all of the, all of the things that I just wasn't doing, right? That I just wasn't doing. So but here's what I love about you. Cause this is why I love you have that whole right brain, left brain thing going. I mean, I joked a little bit about, we're not raking my bank account, but like, I'm a Reiki master. Most people know that if you don't know that you do now. So I'm not knocking Reiki, I, but I wanted the strategy, but I love that there's also the mindset work around it because I needed to learn how to be a CEO. I needed to learn how to have that mindset of the CEO. And, you know, just the other day we made a decision that I was like, really? And you were like, yes, do it. I'm like, (laughs) all right. Okay. If you have confidence in me, I can do it. Right. But, and every single time we do it, it happens the way we need it to happen. And I have complete confidence that it will happen again. But if you are not on my team, I don't know that I would have made, I obviously didn't make that decision. I wanted to make that decision, but it wasn't until I talked to you and I'm like, here's what I've been thinking about. What do you think? You were like, yes. 100% you need to do that. Right. So, so first of all, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. But second of all, like, I also want to thank you for your commitment 
to helping women like me, I mean, if it wasn't for this piece of it, I don't know that I'd be running the business I have right now. I'd still be struggling a little bit with what am I doing and am I doing too? I mean, I listen, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm always like doing too much myself and things like that. But, but at the same time, um, our growth has been exponential. Yeah. You know, and I think yeah. a lot of that is, you know, because I have, I have, I can trust you to help me make some of these financial decisions that have really helped us grow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, it has been fun on this side too. A little, little nerve wracking sometimes. A but sometimes. Yeah, a little, okay. <laughs> a little wild ride. I mean, you know, I just said the other day because we just hired another, we hired a, um, mm-hmm. a PR coach for our, um, yeah. she's linked up society, our back end mastermind. Yeah. And I don't know why, but for some reason, it was like when I hit that extra and I added her to our email account, I was like, I can't believe how many people have an email account. Like it just gave me like a, like I needed a personal mindset, like, oh my God, how many people do I have working on for me now? Like that have a Karen Yankovich or she's linked up email address. Right. Um, but you know what? We've made such smart, we've made so many, so many smart decisions. So I want to talk about one more thing where I'm concerned, but then I want to, and only because I think it would help other people to, to help to make decisions. Cause I, I want, you listening to be able to make the big decisions that will take your business to that multiple six figure level, right? Like I, you know, I talked to somebody the other day, Simone, who said that they're, they're, they're making about like they're, they want to make about like their first goal was about $200,000. And I was like, huh, well, $200,000 at that tax bracket. Mm. And I started to rattle off all the things. I'm like, we need to get you to $300,000 or $400,000 because at $200,000, you are paying too many taxes for that, for that amount of money. We need to get you higher than that. Right. So I want you thinking like that too. Like so many people I talk to, like, I want a six figure business. I'm like, go ahead, go work at McDonald's then. Mm -hmm. Because by the time you pay for your VA and your taxes and, you know, all your email addresses and entreport and all the things you have, you're not making six figures personally. Right. So to make six figures personally, you have to think bigger. Right. So, so I want you listening to understand that when you make a decision to bring somebody like some into your business, it's a complete game changer because it allows you to have the freedom to think about what does a half a million dollar business look like, right? Which is so That's cool. Right. Um, but here's the, here's the benefit that I didn't know I would I needed because when I hired you, it was not 2020, but 2020 rolls around. And now all of a sudden there's all this like small business SBA money. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, I wouldn't in a million years have never applied for any of it because I didn't have the courage and the confidence in my books. I mean, I wasn't cooking books or anything like that, but I was like, I don't know if I'm doing this right. You know what I mean? I don't know if I'm allocating these things right. I don't know what I'm doing. Right. And then I would take my half-assed books to my accountant at the end of the year who would trust that everything was calculated in the categories that I said they were in. Right. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't anybody really whose eyes were on it, yes. but with you, I just said to her, like just last week, the other day I woke up, I'm like, someone, the SBA fairy came, you know what I mean? And we got another $10,000 <laughs> yeah. from this. Like, and it was grants, it's grant money, grant money you know, yeah. like this is money that it's helped us grow our business, yeah. um, to get through these times. So, um, I never would have had the courage to do that. Never, ever, ever. I would have been like thinking I was doing something because, because I don't, didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I would have been thinking, can I, am I, is this really a yes? What if it's a no? And I'm swearing it's a yes. Am I going to jail? Right? Like, mm-hmm. what is that? Right? So, so anyway, I'm telling you all of this because this has been an absolute game changer in my business, but I also want to talk about how you help 
women besides me? Because in addition to the CFO services you offer, you definitely still, you, you, you know, there's, there's a path, right. To get from where you are now, which many of you are probably at, maybe even still doing your own bookkeeping to having a CFO. So tell me, tell me about that path and how you help people that are looking to move across that path. Right. So, so yeah, usually if there is someone who needs bookkeeping, right, that usually means you are probably making maybe around five to $7,000 a month in your business up to 10. And you're starting to feel a little bit of the crunch. You're starting to feel you probably are looking at wanting to bring on a team member, maybe a VA, Right. And you're starting to recognize that you really do need to focus more on the high value activities in your business, like marketing and doing interviews like this. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And you also probably recognize that even though what you were doing with the books before was okay, you probably need um, someone who's better at it than you and can get it done quicker than you and can have it done in a way that is accurate. Uh, and ha- make sure that your books, um, so so to know that tax time doesn't have to be stressful, it doesn't have to turn into a whole new thing and project that you have to get done at the end of the year, it can literally just be about, okay, um, here's my profit and loss statement for the full year that I'm ready to hand over to my accountant and I'm good, right? So that's usually where people come to me or their books are a mess and they need cleanup, right? So usually or there's pain involved. There's, there's your, the, your books are a mess. You need them to not be anymore. You need, or maybe you need a financing or you're looking to get a business loan, but you can't produce any good financial statements that you feel confident about. So usually that's where people come to me is they need a books cl- cleanup or they know they'd rather spend time on the, um, the the business side of things instead of doing their books, and so that's where where we start. So usually that's a business owner that's you know making about about seven 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 a month to about ten. Okay. Okay. Then when your books are cleaned up, you feel good about your books. You're clear on your numbers. You're getting financial reports every month. We're having our meetings. Then you start to get to a point to say, okay, okay. Am I profitable, right? How profitable am I? Am I making sure that I'm categorizing things in my books for the best tax deductions? What are my options when it comes to tax savings? This is huge because there is an assumption that your accountant is looking for ways to save you money. They are not. And it's not because they're a bad person. It's just, that's not their job, right? Mm -hmm. Their job is to make sure that you are, whatever information you give them, that you are in compliance with tax law, which means they file a tax return that is of integrity and they let you know if you pay or if um, you, you get a refund and that's it. That's all your accountant is doing. And that's okay up to a certain point. But if you are wanting to be more profitable in your business, If you think it's probably a good idea for uh, instead of overpaying taxes to the IRS, you'd rather have that money either back in your business or into a retirement account or to pay down debt or for savings. You'd rather instead of paying it to the IRS, you'd rather have it for you and your business. Then 
that's the time to start really asking your accountant some really important questions. Are you looking for tax saving strategies this year? Tax law changes every year. This is what's going on in my business. When will I be ready? Is it okay that I'm still an LLC? Maybe I should become an S-Corp. Like all of these questions become really important right now. Sometimes your accountant's going to be annoyed by those questions. And if they are, it's time to get a new accountant. Right. Right. Um, Right. But either way, maybe they're not annoyed by the questions, but they're not necessarily looking for tax savings. Then you want to find somebody like me, like a, a fractional CFO, like someone who's aware of of tax planning strategies, who can look at your books, look at your business, look at where you want to go, also take into consideration tax law and come up with a tax plan for you for tax savings. And then you can take that tax plan and take it to your accountant if you want to stay with your accountant. Right. Right. So that's usually where you want. And then also your financial advisor, because a lot of times in a tax plan, there will be tax planning um, strategies that relate to your retirement as well. So you can take your tax plan, go to your financial advisor. Right. Right. But here, the next step is you want a thriving, viable business that most likely most entrepreneurs want to scale. And in order to do that, You have to have good books. You have to be clearing your numbers. You have to have a profit and loss statement and a balance sheet, and you have to be profitable. The other thing, because you know, Karen, you know, I'm a big thing about this is you have to pay yourself. I was just thinking we skipped over that whole thing when we were talking about this. Yep. Yep. You're right. You're so right. I had an accountant and you know this, but I had an accountant a few years ago who said to me, just pay everything out of your business and we'll settle it all at the end of the year. And I always felt like I never had any money because it was always, because all the money was in my business account, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and yes, we did settle it at the end of the year. I paid taxes on the money that was that, you know, if I went to Macy's and went shopping, you know, I paid taxes on that money at the end of the year, but it was just energy. Energetically, it just was terrible for me. Yeah. It was terrible for me. And you are the one. And you know what's so? You know what's so funny? You know, I'm going to say this because you know this happens. Yeah. Whenever we get to the point where, like now, you know, well, things things are a little bit different now than in the beginning. But in the beginning, I would just be like, whenever we wouldn't pay me. Mm. Let me just say this. Whenever we would have, we would, we were struggling a little bit with how we were going to make ends meet. Yes. You would say to me, we're not paying you. That's why this is happening. I'm like, we're not paying me. We can't pay me. We got to pay this, this, and this. And you're like, no, we're paying you. And the minute we made sure that I was consistently paid, there was always money for everything else. Yes. You know? So yes. that's where like the enter. And I know that, you know, that might sound some woo woo to, to some of you. And obviously at the end of the day, we have to, we had things we had to pay. Right. But, um, it was the energy of not paying me was always, always, always a detriment to my business. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. You have to, you have to make yourself the priority in your business and in your life. And that includes financially. Well, and that's what I love about what you do too. Cause we didn't really talk about this much, but you don't just help me and your clients with their business finances. You, we, we, you know, you want me to be a wealthy woman, yes, right. I and do. have generational wealth for yes. my kids. Right. Yes. So it's, it is, it is much more than a service for my business. Oh yeah. It's, it's a service for me yes. and, and it's just win, 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 win all the way around that's, because of that. That's it. That is, that is it. It is that your business is really the entry point into wealth. 
It's not likely that you work a nine to five job and become wealthy. Not likely. Okay. It does happen. You know, so there are the stories of the guy who started working out in the mailroom and is now CEO. Of course you have those, Mm -hmm. but most likely if you're working a nine to five job, that is not your, your, um, that's not your wind horse to wealth. Wind horse to wealth is you have a business and uh, the idea though, and I, I got caught up in this too, which is why I can speak about it is that it became all about my business. It became all yes. about my business thriving. Yes. It became yes. all about, okay, get the next thing, get the next VA, invest in the next program. But I was sacrificing my own personal needs. Yeah. And to a certain point, it's not to say that as business owners, we don't sacrifice. We do. Of course we have to. But I'm talking about some basic stuff like I have things to pay for and take care of and that I have to have in order to live a certain quality of life. And my business is supposed to pay for that. Right. Right. Bottom line. And so um, for me, when I started to to really do that and to choose to, first of all, stop commingling funds separate my business account from my personal account and start to actually pay myself, you know, from a bookkeeping business. I I can remember, I think the first amount of money I paid myself was like, you know, it was like maybe $67, (laughs) (laughs) like $67 from my account, but it was, but I remember that number and it, and, and it was a, it was that $67 turned into $670,000, right? Right, right. Because exactly. Right. Because, because I chose to put myself first financially first and it's really important. The, okay. And that's, so that's, that's the energetic, right. The emotional piece of why it's so important. Also, let's talk about practically speaking, why mm-hmm. it's important for you to begin paying yourself from your business consistently and well. So one of the things that I talk about on the personal finance journey to generational wealth, the first step is earning and protecting your income. Because that's really what a CFO role is in a woman's um, business is to mitigate risk, Mm -hmm. right? Help her mitigate risk on the business side and help her mitigate risk um, on, on the personal side. And so the, another thing I, I never knew about was the that there are protection vehicles in place for you, not just as a person, but as a business owner to protect your income. Wow. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> that. Imagine that, right? Wow. Cool. Oh my gosh. Guess yeah. What? Guess what? That protection vehicle is going to be based on how much your business is paying you. So. If you, uh, and it will generally protect you up to about 60%. So if your business, and I'm saying these numbers to make it easy, if, if the business is paying you, not the business is making, if your business is paying you, whether it's a salary or whether it's a draw, $100,000 a year, and you go and you get and a disability insurance policy. Now, again, I'm not a financial advisor. Okay, I'm giving you in. I'm not. I'm giving you information about what you can do to protect your income. You talk to your financial advisor about what the best options are for you. However, 
What I'm aware of is that there is a thing called a disability insurance policy. So if if God forbid the uh, the undesirable happens and you can't work anymore or can't work for a time and you have a disability insurance policy in place set up, that disability insurance policy will say, okay, we'll cover you up to 60% of what you're currently earning. So if something happens, you can now be covered up to $60,000 if you have to stop working. So yes, it's a drop from 100 but right. it, it, it's not a bad it's, protection. It's not zero, right? It's, it's not, not zero. zero. And as an entrepreneur, that's what we worry about. That's yeah. Right. So, yeah. so, so that right there, very practically speaking of, and again, you start where you start. I started with $67. My business was paying me, right? Right. You start where you start. And, and you'll find that it's not so much about, uh, this is, you know, Mike Michalowicz uh, says this in Profit First. It's not even so much about the amount. It's about the actual practice of paying yourself. Right. It's the, the daily or the weekly or the monthly practice of choosing to pay yourself. And, and that is huge. I love that. I love yeah. that. So you've also got a webinar that you're doing. You've yeah. got, so tell us a little bit about all of that. And then we're not done. Cause I have another whole topic I want to talk about. <laughs> okay. Yes. So I uh, have a, I created a step-by-step method called the Epic method uh, that helps women entrepreneurs to achieve whatever personal wealth goal that they desire. And so I have a webinar um, called Create Your Estate. Uh, it's for the uh, heads of households out there, um, women business owners who generally you're making about $10,000 a month in your business. That's when this, this information really comes to life for you. Um, and you most likely are a mom. You, uh, you have a legacy that you want to leave them. Um, and usually legacies most often aren't necessarily about money, but money certainly can support them. (laughs) And it certainly, it certainly helps, right? It certainly helps, right? Or or maybe there's a a philanthropic, um, effort that you want to make sure is taken care of, um, when you're no longer here, but whatever it is, this step-by-step method helps to get you there. So I talk about that on, on my webinar. And then, and then also on that webinar, I am very straightforward about the fact that I am inviting people into uh, my flagship program, Abundance Accelerator, uh, that gives you a specific roadmap, the roadmap for you to create generational wealth. Awesome. So we can, we'll put links in the show notes to how to find all of this information about Simone. But I told you earlier on that this is a big circle, right? Simone, I am Simone's client, but Simone is also my client. Yeah. And you know, I love to show, I love to brag about my clients. So Simone, how do you get a lot of your clients? Oh, <laughs> um, LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> how do you find your CFO, your, your clients, your, your smart, successful women that need a CFO? Absolutely. They are on LinkedIn. They are on LinkedIn. Truly. I, yeah. Uh, the the best decision um, I made, w- one of the best decisions that I made um, was deciding to become more active on LinkedIn, um, having a presence there, making sure my profile was tight, you know, what you helped me with. And also my mindset around LinkedIn is, it, you know, it's very different when I first started than it is now of really um, believing in myself as 
an expert and as someone who's bringing value in a very unique way and um, having the confidence to reach out to my ideal clients, talk to them, build relationships with them first and foremost, come from a mindset of how can I be of service? You know, how can I um, make you or your business better? And then naturally from that, relationships are built, clients clients come or referrals come. Um, it's also a really, like I love now, before I would ask for referrals, anytime I ask for referrals for testimonials, it's always, please write me a LinkedIn recommendation. Yes. Please write it on LinkedIn. Yes. Because it's, yeah. And, and do people ever say no? No. Right. <laughs> no, never. Right. right. So <laughs> most people want to do something nice for you, if, especially if they're saying something nice to you, like Simone, thank you so much. This has been great. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. If the next words out of your mouth is I'm, I'm so glad I'm happy when you're happy. Yep. Um, here's what would really help me. Would you mind popping over to LinkedIn and writing that down as a LinkedIn recommendation for me? Yep. And nine out of 10 times, they wish they thought of it. Right. But all of those things helps you with the credibility, Mm -hmm. right? When you're talking to people about your services on LinkedIn, right? Like, I can't even tell you, I can think of at least three times, there's maybe more where you called me and said, Karen, like I had this, I had, I just got a new client and it was just somebody that reached out to me on LinkedIn or somebody that somebody on LinkedIn referred to me or, and every time you do that, I'm like, yeah, why are you still surprised by this? You know, (laughs) (laughs) but, but it's, but because, but here's the thing, like when you like, think about this, you, you know, you that's listening, if you, if you hear this whole conversation and you know, you're like, Simone's awesome. I want to check her out. And you go to check out her LinkedIn profile and it's empty. It doesn't yeah. mean you're never going to hire her, but it's certainly not doing her any favors. Right. No. But if the next thing that happens is you check her out on LinkedIn and we're certainly going to put her LinkedIn profile in our, in our show notes. Um, and you please connect with her um, and you connect with her and you see all the cool things that she's doing and all the amazing testimonials that she's got. It helps you decide if you want to take the next step towards working with somebody like Simone. Right. And, but I want you to flip that and think about that's the same for you right? It's the same for you. And that's why it's like, so can we talk a little bit about your most recent win? Oh, I'm so happy to. Okay. Please do. So happy. Please do. Okay. So, uh, there was a, uh, hero, which you also talk about learn from you. And this was from working with you a few years ago. I can remember, um, when you were talking about the help a reporter out, but now, but now that you're a member of our She's Linked Up Society, which is our back-end program, which really we don't talk about a lot because you have to kind of go through the yeah. She's Linked Up program to even get there. Yeah. But what we're doing in that society is we're actually oh, yeah. sending you yeah. pitches, opportunities yeah. to, to reach out to. We have a, you have a PR assistant that we give you, right? Yeah. To, to, to be following up on these things. So we, so we sent you this, I think about a month ago, right? Yes, this Harrow request. Yeah. Yep. So then so, what happened after that? So cool. So, yep. So she, Karen works fast because, yep, I signed up for the society and then I got an email like you should apply for this. So I was like, okay. So I, I applied for it. I, I sent my email and, you know, um, and the thing that was key was I can remember um, Karen's sage advice that you don't just let it stop there. We, can we take a step back first? And for people yep. that are listening that don't know what this is. Oh, so sure. you got an email that there was oh. a journalist that was looking for a source, okay. right? Yes. So let's talk okay, a little bit about really that. Break it down. Yep. Okay. Yep. So uh, yes, I got a, I got an email saying you should apply um, for this Harrow request. Harrow, help a reporter out. It's an email that um, comes out a few times a day. 
and you can you can scan everything that a reporter is looking for in terms of they want to connect with an expert and you can pitch what you would say based off of what their request was. Perfect. So this specific request actually was, have you uh, helped business owners or have you as your own business owner, people with relief uh, lending, right? The relief lending that was coming out, you know, what are your thoughts about that? So I was like, oh, sure. I can, I can definitely talk about that. I helped my clients with it. I also received relief lending. So absolutely. So um, I responded to the email and um, and there are specific, you know, ways you want to make sure that you respond to it in a certain way. And um, so I, I did that and I looked back at my notes of how they said to respond. I respond. And then the next thing that I did was I went and I connected with her on LinkedIn. I found her. Yep, it's a term. I reached out. Very simple note. I just said, hey, you know, I just responded to your hero request. I'd love to connect with you here. A few days later. She um, she reached out to me and she said, oh, yeah, you know, um, I'm, I'm actually working on that right now. Thank you so much. Um, and as a matter of fact, there's some other let's let's get on the phone on a call soon because there may be some other opportunities for you to besides this article to continue to um, work with us and provide content for us. I was like, wow, cool. You know, sure. Absolutely. So when I went um, and before I reached out to her, when I went to the site, um, I think I can say it, it was business.org. So I went to the site and I was like, okay, you know, because I'd never really heard of it before. I think I'd heard of maybe business.com, but not .org. So I was like, all right, it looked good, you know, looked very professional. They had everything, you know, going on. I was like, all right, it's all right, but it didn't seem like a big deal. So I had reached out to Karen and was like, hey, you know, I just want to let you know I connected with this woman just how you suggested. And, and it looks like they want me to, to provide some more content. So, so cool. But, you know, I don't know how big of a deal this, this website is, but, you know, it's a, it's a nice relationship to, 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 to connect with. So then in the meantime, now, mind you, she didn't actually end up, I don't think using my, she didn't, my content for, for what I reached out to her for, but her and I are still chatting on LinkedIn. So we finally, we had our call um, just a few days ago and it was great. She was, she said how she, she asked me to talk about my brand and um, you know, what am I looking to get out of uh, writing for biz.org? Uh, and I told her and she, it was totally in alignment and it was great. And she was like, okay, I'm going to put you in touch with our editorial team, send us a few pitches and send us some topic ideas of what you, what you want to um, talk about. Um, do you have any other questions? We chopped it up a little bit. It, it was great. It, we, we got on very well. And then um, we got off the call and she followed up and said, oh, so, you know, um, it was great to, to talk with you. Let's stay in touch. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to ask her how many hits does she get on this website? I didn't ask that. But just, you know, I just let's just, you know, see you know, how many she hits she's getting. So I, I email, I'm like, Hey, you know, uh, so what, how many views a month? She said, Oh, we're only, we're only getting 200,000 views a month. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> are you serious? Only. So, and she's like, yeah. And they've actually decreased in the past few months because the, the Google algorithm has changed. So, but we're going to work on that. Um, but, uh, yeah, in the next 12 months, I see we will easily hit 5 million views. I was like, what? 
Right. How cool is that? So now you are potentially a contributor to this. Yes. Right. Based on, and, and, you know, I'm looking, I'm listening for the things that I remember you saying, did you not, when you talk to her though, you, she met you with your LinkedIn profile because you connected with her on LinkedIn. So had you not done all of those things, right? Like if you didn't look worthy of her time, Mm. much of this might not have happened. Right. It's true. Because as a matter of fact, you're right. Um, when she introduced me to the editorial team, because she's she's a marketing expert. She's like a marketing SEO guru, which obviously. Right. 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 So um, she was like, I'm going to, you know, she in the email, she said, um, I want to introduce you. This is Simone. And she literally quoted my LinkedIn profile. This is Simone. She is a champion for women entrepreneurs, helping them to increase profitability, you know, um, increase joy so cool. and generational wealth, literally from my profile. And then she linked to my LinkedIn profile. Oh my gosh. So, so cool. Huge. So cool. And, and you I know what, Simone, like, yeah. I love, I'd love to sit here and say, look how hard you worked for that. And you oh. do work hard, but this is yeah. how easy this stuff happens, yeah. right? It like works. it's it, when you position yourself properly, yeah. all this stuff happens. And here's the thing too, Simone, like some people say, and this has actually come up a lot in my programs in the yeah. last couple of weeks. And that is, I just need to, I need to build my email list. I need to do this. I need more views. I need this. And like, I'm like, it makes my eyes roll into the back of my head a little bit because I'm like, I don't know how to, you know, here's how I know how to grow your email list. And here's how I know how to get more people in your LinkedIn group or your Facebook group, get more publicity. Yeah. You know, you can pay a million dollars for in, for Facebook ads, yeah. or you can land some publicity, use LinkedIn to build relationships with journalists so that you can get seen by more people. And at the end, how do we find you? Well, I've got this Facebook group. How do we find you? Well, I've got this free webinar, you know, like that is how you do this. And it's so much more fun, right. Than like torturing people to get, to build your email list with all these other crazy ways. Right. Yeah. Or cold emails or, you know, people in the DMS and hoping, right. right, (laughs) Yes, of course. Of course we, we were business owners. We work hard, no doubt about it, but that, that process was easy and it was a joy because the other thing about it was because of my LinkedIn profile, she was asking me obligatory questions, but she already knew the answer. She knows who I am. Yes. She knew what I'm about. She knows how I contribute. She even, oh, she even said, cause she did her homework online. So I don't know if she saw some stuff from my profile or she Googled me a bit. She was like, oh, I see you've done some things for some other people. You've written here, you've written there. Like, so it, you made it easy for her made it easy to for say her. yes, to do yes. work, to work with you. And, um, and we, and it's not, not that it, you know, I'm going to necessarily, it's going to be kismet with everyone I connect with, but we really did have a nice connection. It, it, it's really the beginning of a nice relationship. And I, I just love that about that. And I really think it speaks to your genius, Karen, really, because if I had not been in your program, if I did not know those LinkedIn, LinkedIn strategies, I would not have reached out to her. It wouldn't because that's that, like that's not my that's not my zone of genius. Like that's not my wheelhouse. I would have never thought to just reach out to her on LinkedIn and connect with her. Wouldn't have happened. And because I chose to do that, now now we're here, and I'm going to be contributor to a a website that's specifically speaking to my ideal clients. Right? It's right. not just some random general. Right. It's right. Specifically speaking to my ideal client. 
And there is currently 200,000 people a month looking at that website. And in the next year, probably 5 million. I mean, that's, that's huge. It is huge. It is huge. Simone, we've been talking like for so long. This is probably the longest episode I've had in like forever, but I wanted to get, I wanted to get all this in. I wanted to get all this in. I am so like one of the reasons that I want you to, that I want you, the listener to meet people like Simone that have gone through this program is because I want you to see how simple it can be. Right. And it is, it is, it is like, it's 2021, man. We're, we're, the noise is deafening online. We need to cut through all the noise and go back to, go back to building relationships with people because that's where the money is. That's where the money is. And the, the, I mean, I, I love seeing what you're doing. And I can tell you like, right at the time that we're recording this, someone just came back from a two week vacation, like a two week vacation. Like who takes a two week vacation when they're an entrepreneur, right? But she's been able to build a business that she's absolutely able to do that. And I am so proud of everything that you're doing and so grateful for you in my life because you've helped me do so many things that I never thought I was going to be able to do. So the mutual admiration society here. Um, Yeah. So Simone, Tell us again how people can find you. And then, of course, we'll put all your links in your show in the show notes. Yeah. Well, the best place to find me right now is on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> find me, Simone Craig there. Um, also, my website is simonecraig.com. And yeah, that's the best way to reach out to me about anything. And Simone, if somebody wants to know what it's like to work with you, can they just message you on LinkedIn and say, yes. hey, can we get on the phone? Yeah. Just mess- message me on LinkedIn. Um, we would likely have a, a get to know you call as they Perfect. say, if we actually, if we, you know, we're a good fit, if I can actually help. I am um, a huge ref- mm-hmm. reference for you guys. I'm telling you, I'm huge reference for Simone. So if you have been going at it yourself and your business is, you know, starting to grow or maybe stuck in a plateau because you're just can't get everything done, get on the phone with Simone. I'm not kidding. You need to do this. Absolutely. All right, Simone, we got to wrap this. Um, Thank you so much for being here today. And I can't wait to see what's next for you. Okay, so I know that was a long one, but I hope you understand why I wanted to cover so many different topics because I hope you all have somebody like Simone in your life, somebody that you work with in your business and maybe they you work with them on their business and you really support each other in, in so many ways because it's just, it's amazing how much things change when you think bigger and you have people in your corner. Like I have Simone in my corner and she has me in hers. So, right. So it goes both ways. So Simone's journey to success started with our free masterclass, which you can check out at karenyankovich.com slash masterclass. Um, that's where her journey started. And if you're interested in learning a little bit about how you might be able to have some of the kinds of successes that Simone is having, check it out. It all starts with the masterclass. We're not selling you anything on that masterclass. We just, I just want you to understand some of the energetic shifts that if you make them, um, as you're using this amazing tool called LinkedIn, you can really start to change change your own business and take, start to take control of your own destiny, right? Because you're going to be the kind of woman that thinks bigger, lands, wins, grows money, doing what you were born to do, right? And we want to help you get there. And it all starts with the masterclass, karenyankovich.com slash masterclass. So the links in the show notes for that as well. 
So a rising tide lifts all boats, right? I do this podcast to support you. And now I've got this free masterclass to support you. Um, all of these are the first things to help you with your success. Let's lift each other up, right? Help me help you share this podcast. Take a quick screenshot of this episode on your phone. Share that on social media. Be sure to tag me. Be sure to tag Simone. Let us know what you love, what distinctions you got from this episode. And we will, of course, then share it with our audiences and get you some visibility. The bottom line is this can be simple. It's not easy, but it can be simple. I'll see you back here again next week with another episode of the Good Girls Get Rich podcast. 